And I think I think what ends up happening is um, when you when you when you are in your most adverse situations and you overcome those things, you start to believe in you. And I tell kids this all the time. I tell people this all the time. The only thing that's stopping you is you. If you really sit yeah. down and you consider all the world around you and what it is that you want to do, God has given you the ability to do anything. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Start Ed Up podcast. I'm excited for this one today, Jamal. You, uh, we got talking this morning, and uh, we 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 were talking about the arrogance of belief. Yes. Yes, we were. And, the and, arrogance and, of belief. Yeah, and let me start off with that. Give credit where credit's due. Um, I had heard Tom Bill, you say it uh, on Inside Quest back in those days. It's now Impact Area, mm-hmm. and he uses it from time to time. But he he was talking to me about that um, when I went out there to visit him. When I was on a show, and he was like, he said, uh, your students had the arrogance of belief. We were talking about when they were reaching out to these people. Mm-hmm. Um for those who don't know, I had a class called Innovation and Open Source Learning. Mm-hmm. The open source learning part was that there were things that I didn't know how to teach. And the students were like, I want to learn how to do this. I'm like, great, go ask people. Mm-hmm. And, and Tom was referring to the fact that the arrogance of belief was the kids weren't starstruck. I mean, because sometimes they were reaching for people that were like, man, that person's never going to get back to you. And, and a lot yeah. of times they did because they mm-hmm. have the arrogance of belief. So I wanted, I wanted to ask you, Jamal, what does that mean to you? The arrogance of belief. So as we were talking this morning, you know, I, y- y'all know, I think in stories and songs and spiritual things or whatever, right? I, I thought about my story with, you know, just my arrogance of belief. And let me say this. Um, I'm a firm believer in believing in yourself. But I'm also a firm believer in the fact that um, dreams don't work unless you do. And the only thing that works is work. So you can work that out however you want to work it out. But at the, at the end of the day, there's work that has to be put in, which gives you the right to believe. So um, when what it, what it, the story that came to mind was when I was in high school, Don, um, I was a decent golfer. I played going into my eighth grade, uh, going into my ninth grade year. um, My dad had somehow gotten us a membership at a golf course. He was really interested in golf so I could play for free. So I was up there all day during the summer playing golf. And I hadn't gotten I had gotten decent. I can take a three wood about 320. Um, I can take my seven iron about 250. No lie. (laughs) And. I, you know, I, we go to, we go to school and I've always been a, a bigger guy. For those of you who don't know right now, I'm 6'2", 250, right? And, uh, you know, we, we go and, and, I'm, and I'm playing, you know, I start playing football and I sign up for the golf team, not knowing that golf and football um, coincided with each other in, 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 in my city. So um, the athletic director at the time, pulls me into the office and he says, uh, he says, Hey, you know, we really need you to be on the golf team because you're pretty good. And, you know, we want to build the golf team up. Uh, and, uh, you've been identified as someone who can play golf. I said, yeah, I, I can play golf. I said, but I'm gonna play football. Really all my friends are playing football. He was like, but, but let me tell you something. He says, you can be Tiger Woods. He says, 
or you can be nobody. You're, you're not going to be anything ever in football. He says, you won't even get a scholarship. He says, you're too small. You, you're, 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 you're not, you're, you're too short. Um, and you're not that good at football, but you're much better at golf. So I'd recommend that you play golf. And um, at this point, we had been working out. I had, I had already seen what was out there. And in my mind, I was like, man, I told him, I said, not only am I going to play football, but I'm going to get a scholarship. I said, and colleges are going to apply to me. And I walked out of his office and I played football and I never applied for any college um, unless they offered me a scholarship. And by, by my senior year, I got, I got two scholarship offers. Uh, one to Tennessee State and one to uh, Murray State University. I ended up going to Murray State University. Uh, but but I believed in, you know, so the arrogance of belief. I believed in what I was doing so much when nothing was guaranteed that not only, not only did I decline the offer that was on the table, but I pursued something that wasn't necessarily a sure thing with the belief that like, it's going to happen. Yes. And, and, and uh, I think this, this kicks off a couple of points for me. Um, Adam Grant has a book called Think Again. And one of the points in there, and by the way, I'm not calling you ignorant, <laughs> but <laughs> there is a point in the book that, that people that are underskilled are overconfident and people that are overskilled are hesitant. That's a really, really bad paraphrase, but I think people do yeah. And, mm -hmm. and, and in some cases, like it, what carries them through is just confidence. And, mm -hmm. and, and he points out that especially women are in many cases overqualified, underconfident. Like there, there somebody brought up, like, you know, if you had a list of a, a checklist of 10 things that made you good at what you do, if a woman says, well, I've got nine of those things, I don't know if I'm, I don't know. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And a guy's like, man, I got six out of the 10. I'm an expert. I know I'm grossly, uh, you know, mischaracterizing that. But like, in, in some cases, that's true. I mean, some people, like mm -hmm. some people just like, yeah, I got this. And some people mm -hmm. now, I don't know whether that's, you know, how you were encouraged or discouraged as a child. But like, I know plenty of people that weren't exactly encouraged by their parents in life and still had this arrogance of belief. Mm -hmm. Um, so sometimes I don't think it's necessary. I mean, I agree with Adam Grant. I mean, like he points out the, the, a person that has never played a down of football will be the armchair quarterback. Well, I'll tell you what the coach needed to do. And you're like, mm -hmm. bro, you've never even played. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. But I watched ESPN and Chris Mortensen said this too. So I'm an expert now. And, 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 and there's, there, there's some of that. But when I say, and when you say the arrogance of belief, because there's a, there's a track record. So this isn't, isn't just us saying, you know, I know that the Colts should have won and that they just would have called the plays. I thought that's not, that's not accomplishing anything. That's just you mm -hmm. talking, right? Mm -hmm. We, we both had a, a fairly good track record of like going up against things and you're like, of course it's going to work out. Yeah. Of course it's going to work out. And, and I think that's what the arrogance belief is. Kind of like what, you right. know, when Tom Billy was saying, like when some of our kids were like, yeah, I'm going to reach out to, you know, this person, the CEO of this blah, 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 blah. And, and they would call and they're like, 
there wasn't a hesitancy in the voice. Like, yeah, man, what I'm working on is important. I figured you'd want to possibly give me 30 minutes of your time. Yep. And I, and I think that, and when people are like, well, that can't be taught. Yes, it can. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's what I want to transition to. How, how do you teach the arrogance of belief? Man, you know, sometimes, and, and I almost agree with the critics, man. I don't know that it, that a, an individual can actually teach that. I think some things can be taught, but other things have to be caught. Um, be, primarily, and I'm a reference back to that story. You know, I had that conversation with that athletic director, but what that athletic director didn't know, he didn't know my journey leading up to that conversation. He didn't know that I woke up in the morning um, and I was semi-homeless and I was staying with people who whoever would, would take me in at the time. He didn't know that I rode my bike six miles and that I didn't have um, transportation to school. So I was riding my bike six miles one way. He didn't know um, that I was starving in that meeting. Um, but I had gotten to school and we had figured out a way to get some food. There were there was a lot of adversity that I already had overcome. And in my mind, I was like, if this is if this is the same adversity that I'm going to face on the football field, then I'm I'm more than capable of overcoming it. And I think I think what ends up happening is um, when you when you when you are in your most adverse situations and you overcome those things, you start to believe in you. And I tell kids this all the time. I tell people this all the time. The only thing that's stopping you is you. If you really sit yeah. down and you consider all the world around you and what it is that you want to do, God has given you the ability to do anything. What's stopping you from facilitating your dreams? Martin Luther King woke up and was like, man, I don't like what's going on. So I, I'm, I'm going to change something against the odds. Man, Frederick Douglass was born a slave during his time. And I've said this before, this man was born a slave and he became a free man, bank president. And the man had a best-selling book. Let that sizzle. The man had a best-selling book. I'm born a slave. I'm not allowed to read or write. I could lose my life reading and writing. But I'm just going to go ahead and write this book, and it's going to be a best-seller during my time. And they're going to pay me to speak. Not only that, not only am I going to be free, but I'm going to help assist the president to free all the slaves. The only thing that's stopping you is you. Madam C.J. Walker, we can go on and on and on about the people who started a deficit and woke up one day and said, this is what I want to do. Shoot the guy. There was a guy who ever created the the air conditioning unit. I, you know, I, I I love him because he woke up. It's like it's too hot. I just want some cold air to blow into my living room. I'm gonna create something that does it. The yeah. only thing that's stopping you is you. And I think what what ends up happening is as we go through adversity, we begin to to grow, and that gives us a belief in ourselves. Because if I did this before, then I can do it again. See, I, I agree, um, except I, uh, I, the, it's not taught, it's caught. I, I think that if you have the right environment, it is taught because mm-hmm. I, I, saw, I, I saw it happen. Um, mm-hmm. it, 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 Roger Bannister effect, basically. Okay. Because okay. we had some kids that kind of led the way, like, or in some cases, we just demonstrated. I, I think one of the aha moments is that, um, especially when we reached out to people, Right. So, you know, the, the class itself gave students an N 
it gave them a talking point. So they, they would like send an email or like, Hey, so-and-so I have this class called innovation and open source learning. And I am, mm -hmm. I am instructed or I am inspired to find great people and learn from them. And you're a great person. And I want to connect. Mm -hmm. That okay. gives you that excuse of saying, Hey, I just, I'm not reaching out to you as a, just a 16 year old. I've got this class where it's so mm -hmm. weird. It's so you know, because a lot of times they're like, really? That's the class? Okay. Mm -hmm. But they would start saying like, well, of course you should say yes. This is the innovation class. So that was kind of like, I gave them that excuse to say that. And then yeah. when we saw some kids like, get it? They're like, oh, snap. So it, it, it took some breakthroughs. And, and then yep. quite frankly, like we had some, like they started even identifying people that were slightly above average. And so like in the YouTube world, you weren't asking for Casey Neistat or Mark Rober mm -hmm. to appear yet. <clears throat> you were looking for somebody that had, you know, 250,000, 500,000 subscribers. So mm -hmm. the person in the YouTube, in the YouTube stratosphere, they're not that important. Mm -hmm. but they're better than most. And so right. those people, and I, and I say those examples because, you know, in a lot of cases, our students wanted to connect with people that were doing things on YouTube. Not always. I mean, we had, we ended up kind of growing into CEOs in the entrepreneur realm. But when we first started out, they're like, you know, that kid's favorite YouTube artist who has 700,000 followers got mm -hmm. back with our students within 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh my gosh, I just, and then they, they like set up a, at the time, a zoom or a Skype call. Mm -hmm. They'd come back and like, no way. And then that made other kids go, well, my, my cause is just as just mm -hmm. I, my missions that well, the people, mm -hmm. you know what people better answer to me now too. And so, yep. uh, so uh, like, I guess in a way you're right. It was caught. It was caught by those first adopters that said, they got back and they were strat they, they had some strategy to it. And, mm -hmm. and so that's why, you know, like, you know, and, and, and I'll, I, we, we don't have to get into details, but you know, there is a, there was a, a mutual, like there was a favor I thought I could call in from a friend uh, for you and, mm -hmm. and this, just a super nice guy. And, and mm -hmm. his answer was, well, of course, and you yeah. were like, man, I couldn't believe that guy was just, you know, so nice. And then somewhere, yeah. and in some ways I'm like, well, of course he is. Because, yeah. because like, I, I, I think that once you're around people like that, it, kind of like the classroom example, once you're around people that are like, well, of course they are. It's kind mm -hmm. of this new way of um, understanding. And then, and then I'll yeah. speak here in a second, because then the, the, like, like what you were saying, the only, now the only person stopping you is you. Once you, once you taste that, dude, I, I can accomplish things. Now it's kind of up to you, in my opinion, it's almost a moral imperative for you to demonstrate that to other people, just right. like Pat demonstrated that to me as a kid, just like you demonstrate that to you, to your students and your kids. Um, mm -hmm. That arrogance of belief is infectious. Um, yep. And my last point is that the arrogance of belief is in the belief you'll get it done, not the arrogance of execution, because now you'll turn off people. This is true. So so I, I, I do want to add that you, you mentioned the word um, strategy. The, you, just like you said, belief alone doesn't do uh, a thing. 
but having a, a plan of work strategy. When you combine those two things together, now to your point where you say, you know, the kids are in the classroom and some of those things were caught. We 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 can't necessarily teach someone to believe in themselves. It's kind of how we it's, it's kind of great, but we can give them strategy to help propel their belief in themselves. Because sometimes if I knew better, I would do better. So when I'm exposed to a new way of thinking and a different set of strategy and I begin to incorporate that, I begin to change based on what I do. My beliefs change. That's why. They say every seven years when you're married, you get a you get a brand new wife um, because you, you go through life and your 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 beliefs change. My wife used to love chicken and now she doesn't eat meat at all. She's a she's a vegetarian. I wouldn't be surprised in the next seven years. She's a vegan. Or or maybe she goes back to loving different, chicken. And- uh, <laughs> <laughs> a different, a different strategy, but yeah. but it's it's it 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 becomes it, it comes down to a belief, and then just like you mentioned, like your set of beliefs. So you combine you combine your uh uh your your belief in yourself, but what are your set of beliefs? Like you like like do you believe in in giving to others? Do you believe in um? Do you believe in integrity all the time? not just when it's convenient. Like what set of principles do you operate from? Because that's just as important as your belief in yourself. Because if you believe in yourself and you intend to do evil or wicked or you're, you're, you're not trustworthy and you don't, you don't walk the walk, it's gonna be harder for you, not saying it's impossible, it's gonna be harder for you to get to where you're going. Um, but that doesn't mean you don't believe in yourself. It just means that maybe where you are, and I'm speaking to somebody out there, Maybe where you are right now and your belief, the reason why you're not getting to where you are is because of your strategy and your set of principles surrounding the belief in yourself. Are, are you willing to sacrifice? Are you willing to have discipline? Are you, are you, are you willing to uh, uh, get input from others? Mm. Think about the world around you. Think mm-hmm. about the world around you and what's hindering you from from facilitating the belief uh that is in yourself because yes you you're and you need people you never you'll never see a turtle sitting on a fence and you can say it got there by itself so you're 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 kicking off a few things in my head um because the the arrogance of belief is because you're putting off an aura you're putting off mm-hmm. a, a feeling because I was just uh, <laughs> uh, I was I was kind of lurking on a on a clubhouse group yesterday while I was driving. Uh, had to, by the way, shout out to Pike County for their new innovation center. I was at their ribbon cutting yesterday, but listening to this group, it was an impact investing. And um, there was a couple of people there that were mad because they you know, their, their, their company that wanted to bring impact to the world, uh, they were mad because it wasn't being supported. And I kind of peeked in and I'm like, Hey, sometimes I've seen this, like, I've seen some people that will like, they want to talk about the good they'll do just buy my damn product. You know, I'm mm-hmm. going to give 20% back to charity, buy my product. What if your product sucks? Mm-hmm. And there's sometimes there's righteous indignation. 
And I've seen this also with people that their arrogance of belief is their cause is more important than your cause. And if you don't like it, well, then you must be a bad person. And I mm-hmm. think that's also that's boy, you just really nailed it on the head, Jamal. You really got me fired up because when my kids and I hopefully I'm not coming across like a braggadocious a-hole, but like my kids purpose and passion was inclusive and not derogatory. It wasn't like, you better call me back. It was like, right. I want to learn from you. Right. Man, I want to grow with you, not yep. sign this petition or you're a jerk. Yeah. Uh, that, that is something totally different. And I, and boy, mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought it up that yes, arrogance of belief is, is a let's get on this train together. It is not a divisive, sign my petition or you're a bad person or if then scenarios, it is always get on the train together. That's, that's for dang sure. Or, or I conceptualize that like this. I believe in myself so much that I'm willing to try new things. I'm willing to learn and grow. Why not take the risk? You, some of us are about to get a stimulus check and we don't really need the stimulus check, but we're going to get the stimulus check anyway. We, 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 we were in a position to where we could get it. I, I've always wanted to start a foundation for kids. I've always wanted to do something. I've always wanted to start my business. Yada, 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 yada. Some of y'all about to get seven, ten thousand dollars $10,000. There it is. Take a risk. Put, put, yeah. put, put your money up Yeah. and, and see where it takes you. Yeah. Um, don't be afraid to try something new. Yeah. Well, and then the last part of that is, and th- this is where some people have a, a trouble. I was just helping somebody out on this very thing. I, I don't know if I want to talk about them directly, but I'll say in vague terms, I, I have a, a guy here locally who owns an auto dealership and uh, gives away a car every other month. And no one knows about it. Mm. He normally comes across people that are struggling and he's kind of focused in on people that have been hit by the pandemic. So they're usually restaurant workers. Anyway, great guy. Maybe, you know, at one point I'll have him on the podcast if he feels comfortable with it, but he just does so in a quiet way. And I'm like, no offense person. I won't say his name, but I'm like, you know, in some cases, this is the hard thing is like, if you let people know that you're doing this, you're going to inspire other people to also be generous. And I love this guy so much because he literally gives. And by the way, when I say when I say a car, it's usually, you know, a car that's about seven to 10 years old. Um, but he also offers it maintenance free. He, he guarantees you that, that, you know, that for the, you know, for the first year, if, if it needs an oil change or whatever. Anyway, extremely generous guy. But he struggles with that. I want to tell people that I'm doing this. And yet at the same time, when you said, if you started a stimulus check and you got your stimulus check and you started a, 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 a pool of money for kids or whatever, if you let people know that, you know how many other people will go, you know what? I'm going to give you part of my stimulus check too. And yeah. that is, and that is also the arrogance of belief. Now, are you going to have some people like, oh, look at you. You're showing off for charity. No, 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 no. And by the way, you'll know if that's, if that's the case in their actions. But if you're mm-hmm. like, hey, hey, look, you know, I, I'm starting something because I, like things weren't that hard on me. And, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of people in the pandemic. Nothing changed. 
Mm-hmm. Nothing changed. They're financially, and they're going to get money when nothing changed. And so you're like, I'm going to do, I'm going to do something different. If you let people know that that is not showcasing or 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 you know arrogance, but that is the arrogance of belief that you want to get something done. So thank you for bringing that up. Right, and you know, I, I'd say I, I'm a. This is my last statement on this. Um, just like you said, your belief should inspire others. Um, what you do should elevate others. Uh, you know, and, and this is just a personal thing. We, we all believe in, in that our causes are, are right and just, but um, it, it, it is imperative that what you do uplifts others. So if, if you are, if you have your belief in, in, in yourself and it doesn't up, uplift others, then you should reconsider what it is that you you are trying to pursue. That's my two cents. It won't buy you bubble gum at the store, but it'll get you started. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, and and then there again, there, there's that. Um, it, it does help others, and and don't be afraid to let people know that that is your mission, because every like people love leaders. And if you're on a mission and there will be some that aren't inspired, that's fine. But there'll be some to be like, Hey man, I I like what you're doing. Let me, let me, let me join you. And uh, that's how things grow. And that's the arrogance of belief. There it is. Very good. Jamal, take us out. Well, for Don wet trick, this is Jamal Crook reminding you to believe in yourself. Peace.